0: Welcome to Aussie
1: Ambitions Podcast, where we meet with everyday Aussies that are pushing ahead with their goals and ambitions in life. Join your host, Scott Robert Springer, to explore the future of entrepreneurship, work-life balance, and reaching beyond your comfort zone. So stay tuned for some tips on living life the Aussie way.
0: All right. Welcome to the Aussie Ambitions podcast. We're here today with a new guest, Dominique Sandé. She's the owner of Nikki Designs and the creator of The Wonder Sheet. So welcome to Dominique. How are you?
1: Hello. Good. Great. Thanks for having me, Scott.
0: Excellent. All right. So we are very interested to learn about your area of expertise. Um, Could you tell us a little bit about um, what you're working on at the moment?
1: Well, the wonder sheet is the, the main product of, um, of the business of Nikki design. So it's a fitted sheet that can help with your mobility in bed, makes it easier for you to turn over if you have any mobility or any type of, um, a disability or ailments, even short term, uh, it can, um, make that turning your hips over much easier.
0: Okay. This caught our eye for a number of reasons. Um, one is, first of all, it's Australian made. Uh, it has origins in in Australia. I mm-hmm. mean, in terms of the concept and creation. Yes, um, and it's also something you've been doing for a number of years. Mm. Uh, fair to say, it's twenty or more. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, so the the interesting thing for the listeners is this is a chance for them to hear from firsthand from somebody who's created something. Mm. Um, there's lots of different reasons why people start businesses, and even the product world is quite interesting. I think because it's a tangible uh, it has. You can feel it, you can experience it, yeah. or you can have other feedback from people who've used your product. But um, could you just touch base on the, I guess, the scope of the company? So Nikki, Nikki Designs. Uh, first, the name is is interesting.
1: Yes, it comes from my name, um, Dominique, but then I got nicknamed or shortened to Nikki when I was little. Mum and the family used to call me Nikki, which is N-I-K-K-I. So when I started to think about a, um, a business name. I um, thought, oh, I, I quite like it, uh, Niki. and then I remember seeing the Freedom logo, the Freedom Furniture logo, so I sort of wanted those colours and um, a and few things changed and, and moved um, around with the name. But, yeah, we came back with Nikki Designs with the business name and then we had to come up with the product name as well, which was the actual sheet, so that sort of came about thinking that it gave you a wonderful sleep, it was wonderful to touch. And it just, I think it just popped into my head, basically.
0: (laughs) Okay. One thing, again, for people following the story so far, it would be, you know, there's a product, um, it's, it's a sheet and it's in the world of probably linen, but it's more specialized than that in terms Mm. of the, perhaps the, uh, care sector Mm. and who it benefits. So who's the main user of, of this sheet?
1: Um, I could say anybody is, um, but then yeah, bringing it back to what you've said, the main user is anybody that has, or that finds it difficult to turn over. So it could be from, um, a child that has, um, you know, any type of muscular, um, like muscular dystrophy or cerebral palsy, where the parents need to move the child, um, turn them during the night, which can be there, quite tiresome on their body. So, being able to, you know, do that moving process um, easier, then the child gets more sleep, uh, and then the the parents. Um, It's easy for them, but then it moves to the elderly um, and aged market, which is how I came about with Dad. Um, He had Parkinson's disease. That's how it sort of all evolved. So that's the main um, um, disability. um, I could call it that. That the wonder sheet helps, but then people with even just arthritis started to ask for it, and then someone just had a hip replacement started to ask. You know, will it help me? It was definitely worth. You know, trying because it moves your hips over, you don't have to lift them on the satin as the satin runs from your shoulder down to your thighs. So you're, you're able to do that turning process. So even um, uh, bariatric um, palliative, um, um, so in, end of life, even um, anyone, anyone at all. So even uh, pregnancy, I thought it was amazing when I was pregnant because you can't stay on your back. You have to constantly going from side to side, so you're trying to do that on cotton sheets and you're against that um, friction of this uh, cotton fabric, which isn't good for the skin, obviously for the aged care sector. So, um, yeah, anybody. Yeah, wow.
0: Um, and what'll what what we will do is share the links and some images or just so people get an idea. of course, they'll get the link to your website so they can get a full um, mm. view of it. Um but the origin story is, of course, close to home and and everything. Could you just take us through uh, how this why this product was something mm. that was important for you?
1: Yeah. so Dad got diagnosed with Parkinson's disease uh, when I was eight years old which was it was quite a shock to the family I had no idea about what it, what it meant and I remember asking mum is is his dad going to die and he just came back from the um we met him on the side of the road actually came back from the doctors and told us and um mum had no idea and so she just dived into the um condition and found as much as she could out and it changed the family dynamics like the whole I'm an only child so it was it it, it sort of felt like my childhood changed, of of um, my responsibilities, and they tried to shelter me from things that were going on with dad not being able to hold a job and and those types of things. But you know, I couldn't have asked for a better childhood with mum and dad. They're you know amazing. Oh, I'm feeling a bit emotional. <laughs>
0: I can understand. I mean, um, I appreciate you sharing that. You know, that's so much of a personal um, foundation to everything, and. A, a, we spoke earlier a little bit about the, uh, I guess how, what came out of that, which was you're able to, um, help with that Mm. and just offer, um, comfort and all the things that would have been,
1: Mm.
0: you know, people can experience and it just helps them in ways that it's hard for people to know unless you've been close to it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, And people, um, as soon as, you know, they, you say that. Even when we, I speak to stockists and I say how or they usually ask how did it come about and I say, oh, my auntie's got Parkinson's and uh, my, you know, so and so. So there's always somebody seems to know somebody that had it or has it. Um, but Dad started to struggle to turn over. Many years later, he was a real fighter and he always kept his um, physically fit and and so I think that helped with, you know, how long he, he um could tolerate the condition um but yeah turning over was hard which made it um quite tiresome on mum. and then during the day he was very tired so he used to wear satin boxer shorts to bed when um you know in between his, you know what whenever he was wearing something um so he found that quite easy to turn over with the satin on his bottom but um his back still got stuck on the bed um so he said that he came to mum and I, says, there must be something else out there that can help me. Can you have a look or can you make something or do something, please? And um, so mum and I put our heads together. I started to look around and he, dad didn't like anything that was already out there or the design of it. So um, we decided just to make something ourselves. So I just started doing my very crooked sewing and, and, um, and just came up with this fitted sheet. And that worked amazingly for dad and we were part of an organisation or support group, I should say, that mum and dad sort of um, ran and so I had plenty of people to try it. So they're like, "I'll try it, I'll try it. So, um, yeah, it wasn't hard to get somebody to try. Oh, we've changed this, try this one, this satin, and got a better one and, and I've moved it up a little bit and all those types of things. So it was, um yeah, so it sort of just came from there but you get a product and I didn't know what to do with it then, like I had to go and Maybe try and make some money out of it. I don't know. Yeah.
0: That's, so that's imp- impressive that even at a young age and that sort of all going on in the background around just the dynamics of coping mm. and, and just how can anyone help, right? It's one of those things. There's not, uh, Parkinson's, I believe there's no, even like it's not a treatment thing. It's more of just an adjustment and, yeah. and trying to help. Slow. Like yeah. Slow. Uh, but in that sense, there was a bit of community around it mm. and, mm. And, and from that, I guess, obviously the story is still vivid and, and, and shareable. I think a lot of, do people know that story? Like if people are seeing or experiencing yes. your product, is that part of the, the origin? Yes, it's open, it's open. yes,
1: yes, yes. I, I was um, told many years ago in a marketing um, boot camp that I did that I, you know, they started to just ask those questions as I'm, you know, can be a little reserved and not sort of, you know, spill out everything straight away that they said, you know, how did it come about? And then I sort of opened up. They're like, oh, my goodness, you need to be telling people your story when you're trying to sell your product. I went, oh, yeah, maybe. And then so, yes, things sort of changed from there as, yeah, people could really relate um, and understand and and, um, um, admire, I think. I felt they admired what I was doing, which was, yeah, it was quite nice. I
0: appreciate you sharing that because I... I think do people do have points where they'll, um, either they have something in front of them and they've got two, two ways to go with it. Um, and in, in a case like this, you, you've found a way to, um, help and not only that, imagine how many people are benefiting as well. So do you get that feeling like you're helping others um, along this way?
1: Every single time I get an order, every single time I speak to somebody on the phone or I get a repeat sale through, um, our website, it's just warm fuzzies, as I as I call it, just inside. And I think of dad, he's been gone a few years now. So I think, you know, he had to go through that horrible disease firsthand. Mum, you know, not far behind that. Um, but, you know, from him, I've helped thousands of people, you know, trying the product all across different countries, Sweden and America and um um, Germany, I've sent one to Germany. It's not huge. We don't do a lot of marketing overseas yet. Um, but we are negotiating, um, with diff- suppliers in um, Europe and UK. So that all came to a standstill because of last year COVID, but, um, yeah, it's moving forward to, to touch more people and, um, and help them.
0: That That's very powerful too see that impact. Like you said, it's actually gone beyond Australia. Mm. Um, the, the stories or however it's been shared, it's other countries are now aware of you. Have you actually traveled overseas?
1: Um, earlier. Yeah. Early in my, um, twenties and thirties. Okay. A where little did, bit. Where yeah. Did you, where did you go? Um, Japan was the first stop. I did that when I was, um, well, seven, what was I? Um, 17. 17? No, I was in my 20s. Sorry. Yeah, I was in my um, early 20s. Yeah, 19, 1920. Went to Japan. I lived there for a year, um, studied and um, was in food and beverage, was sort of where I sort of started from. And that was an eye-opener. Absolutely. They're amazing people, love the food and the culture. Um, And then I've done the traditional Kentucky trip through Europe and England. So that was good. Met my pen pal in America that I had since I was, you know, eleven or ten or something. So that was um still in contact with her to this day. She's amazing. Um and so we yes. kind of ask
0: on that point. You had a pen pal. Yeah. <laughs> um, I it's been a while since I've heard, you know, yeah. that concept. How did you get a pen pal?
1: Through the Dolly magazine, which you obviously won't know the Dolly magazine, Scott. It's a, a nice um, young girls magazine. I don't think it's around anymore. Okay. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, anybody. But um, no, and they were just having um, you write in and then the other people were writing in. I don't know how they went to do it. But yeah, they matched us up and, and meeting her was just like we were best friends, like we'd Already knew each other. We talk on the phone because back then, you know, she had lots of personal things. Dad was, you know, obviously sick as well, and she got married, and she lost her mother, and all these different things that we went we went through it all together on the phone talking. It was it was it wasn't emails now. We sort of talk via um, Facebook and Messenger. We'll still ring. We'll do a video call. Um, that
0: is that actually touches on probably one of the core aspects of what we are trying to bring out in these kind of conversations is that you were corresponding with somebody, was it mm. to learn more about their way of life and, and share yours or is it, what was the, yeah. maybe a while ago now, but what, would yeah. be, what what do you think came out of that or what did you go in with that thinking?
1: Um, I think to understand or to meet somebody from other side of the world, uh, I hadn't obviously traveled at, we didn't do much traveling as, um, as a child, um, especially not overseas, so yeah, just learning about other cultures and and what people um, what people do and and what they like and how things are different. So it was just really nice conversation, and and it was it was yeah just lovely. She has got her own family now, and yeah, that's
0: fantastic. Yeah, I guess there's a mo- there's a, everything's modern these days, and you can probably follow like you can listen to podcasts, mm. you can link up with people pretty easily. So um, just on that, do you are you, do you do a bit of that networking in your daily life, like with um, whether professional circles or
1: business. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all sort of, I haven't done, got back into it since, since COVID, but yeah, I was, um, there's a breakfast, oh no, so just a morning coffee for, um, a marketing group, which was run through meetup, which was, which was really good. Um, that, yeah, that was a local one run by a local marketing guy who was, um, who was great. Um, and that, um, some other little social things I might I might do, but it's it's been such a long time. I think you do a lot of things through Zoom, like I'll do some webinars and workshops through Zoom last year. Um, but, yeah, that's probably about all.
0: Okay. How are you feeling for uh, where we are now in the year? Is it a bit mm. of blue sky, positive outlook, or are you still feeling like a recovery mode and just trying to be safe with operations? And
1: Yeah, um, fingers crossed that trade shows that were cancelled last year uh, are – will go ahead. So they were in May last year, then they got put to October and now they're back to May this year. So they're the two biggest um, or the biggest trade show, the ATSA um, that we have that we attend and exhibit. So I'm a bit worried of the numbers. I think I've already prepaid and I don't think they're going to give you a discount for it, but I'm thinking of the maybe the um, entry, the um, attendees will the numbers will be lower. People will be a little bit, I think, still a little bit anxious about it, but we'll see. We'll, we'll see. just just hang on, and we'll just go go with it. I suppose can't do much. Just be safe.
0: Okay, that actually might be a help helpful um, tip for people to understand. I guess your area of uh, or your world, which is what are the important things that make your your business and your product and your passion succeed? So you mentioned trade shows. Is that like a key? point where people need to see and touch and feel yes. and purchase
1: yes try definitely try it as soon as you try it um then you can you can tell straight away you can see exactly how it works and and what it's going to be like to sleep on like all, all our um stockers nationwide have bed if they do have beds in their showrooms they'll have a wonder sheet on them that we give to them for free so they can the staff and um Anyone, or any customers that come in can try it and see what exactly what it's like. So doing trade shows is great as well because you have the allied health, the physios and the OTs come or nurses, they'll come. Um, the end user will come. So, you know, Mary will want to come and she can buy products there. Um, and then you have other stockers, So you'll have shops that are local to that trade show. Location that will come in, and then you've got the um, actual other exhibitors as well. You can be doing business and meeting them and networking with them. So you're building a rapport with them as you, you know, travel around the different trade shows, and you run into the same sort of people all the time. Um,
0: You mentioned stockists, and just to spell that for people overseas listening, uh, that would be like a retailer or someone that's taking the the stock into their store or their premises. Yes. Yes. Is it a traditional? Retail shop, like in the normal sense?
1: Um, no, it will be the medical equipment shop, so the equipment. Um, I said that word, equipment. So um, um, things that have wheelchairs and walkers and um, beds they sell. Not They're all starting to introduce some more beds. They're becoming more popular now. Um, it's not your pillow talks yet or your Adairs yet. Um,
0: but you'd be open to it?
1: Yeah, I think, I think it's it's on the cards, um, but, yeah, they, they like some colour, usually colour choices, which means volume. So we're not quite there with the different colours and things yet, just keeping it. Um, it's more about the effectiveness of the product and it working instead of the, the colour of it, even though it's, it's a therapeutic product that's luxurious feeling, not, not clinical feeling but it doesn't have all your different color choices as yet. So it's the cream or the white.
0: Okay. Um, Can we mention the number of stockists or roughly? uh, We picked up a number that was over 100 and that said a lot to us, thinking this is a long way from creating a product to having 100 Mm. supporters and reorders and just stocking the product. Is that... Is yeah right?
1: it, it'll probably be even close to two hundred now. um so we first it was two thousand and fourteen when I remember my first stockers um, approached me, my first supplier approached um approached me at a trade show in Melbourne. So they still order from us today and um and I couldn't believe that they're actually ringing to make make an order. I still I think I nearly fell off my chair. So we'd been doing smaller orders before that, and it was made here. but since well two thousand and fourteen, we went offshore because we couldn't get any of the, the roles in um, our supplier here. I wasn't making them anymore, which means we had to then bring it in from China ourselves. So then we had to make it and pay, you know, the premium of Australian wages, which are obviously amazing for for, um, for Australia, but not for, you know, for us So we have to pay them and then try and sell Um So people were more worried, unfortunately, about the price than Australia made. So we sort of had to think, I really need to help people with this product and I want them to use it. So we sort of had to take that plunge and um, go overseas and make sure the quality was there and the workmanship, which took, you know, took a little bit to find the right people. But yeah, we've got there.
0: Okay. (laughs) Um, I'm picturing a scenario where that would have been a pretty pivotal moment where you just have Mm. to make the call. Um, what was that like? Is it a bit scary or clear because you knew what you needed to do or yeah. what, what was the thinking? No,
1: of? I didn't know what to do at any point in time then actually. I think I was learning every step of the way of, I think my husband's always said, I, I, when I need to learn something, I wait until I get there and then I learn it. Like I don't go too far ahead of myself, which is probably quite true. But, um, um, so I think we were making them here and it was, um, all well and good until that supplier, Australian supplier, didn't have that sheeting available for us anymore. So our business, my business, pretty much just came to a standstill. Like you can't get that sheeting anymore. The satin was available, but you couldn't get that sheeting, so we had to go source some sheeting, which we did. We found us a um a supplier brought in like 20 rolls of of cotton and and did that and then it's just then trying to find the sewing ladies which one still works for me now left came back bakes cakes still does our family's cakes and she's amazing so she still does our custom um things but yeah having to work with staff trying to find people and all those things were all a little bit tricky while I'm still growing um so I think we think I just had I was at a pivot then that I thought it, I'm either folding and closing it or I'm hopping online and um and trying to find someone that overseas that can actually um, help me get it done um for for a good price that I'm able to then start to supply shops that was my dream to get them into shops they weren't Nobody wanted to take them. They were too expensive. They then had to add on their markup and it was, you know, way, way too much. So I thought, I, I'm not helping people this way. I need to get this product out to them. So I just started looking online and we came across a um, a company that was like the middleman. So they then had suppliers in, um, um, under their banner. So I used, um, I tried with them and I've been with them ever since. So looking at different countries now since when covid hit and and other avenues but um I can't can't complain with how you know how the process has been and and um reliability and um the availability of stock stock levels can be a bit challenging when different things go out of stock much quicker than other sizes or some sizes um but yeah so I just had to take that that plunge find some money to then make that big purchase and, and it's been, um, it's been good from there. People have taken it on and I've yeah traveled around and met people and educated them and, and given sheets away for them to try. And then as soon as they try it, they think, yeah, we want to stock this product. It's amazing. So, um, yeah, so it was definitely a, a pivot, um, a turning point in my business that I, I was, I made the right choice.
0: That's it's interesting to hear that dynamic with the suppliers and because people will be aware that you can, that China is a big player with s- sourcing product and uh, you almost become, you have to look at partnerships and ways to, to secure the volume and mm. um, getting, um, getting the priority because they might have other big customers elsewhere. That was my experience in sometimes sourcing product mm. is that they would say, oh, we we've just received a big order and our raw materials are, are out and so on. Have you had any, um, little surprises, uh, <laughs> <laughs> in that space,
1: um, well, getting somebody that can do our minimum, like we we could only there was only so much money in the kitty to to put on the table first up with the and I wasn't sure if it was going to work, so I didn't want ten thousand sheets sit, sitting in my house if I wasn't sure if it was going to work, um, and then and we were still trialing seeing if that's the way that we'd made it was the best way um, as well. So like for the, we'd send so many out to different people, but to really send it out to, to, um, stockists and, and then the packaging as well, that was probably, you know, how do you package it? So then I was in these different stores and seeing Oh, I like that packaging. Oh, that packaging is good. And just, it, it, it's changed. I've changed things as I've gone, but there hasn't been many surprises from the, um, from the factory, um, finding somebody that could do a minimum of a thousand sheets. They, they're used to five, ten, twenty thousand, um, which, you know, isn't us yet. Um, we'll be one day. Um, but yeah, it's so that they obliged with the thousand and have been quite good with that.
0: Yeah. Wonderful. Um, hearing you talk through all these things, I think about, I can, I'm trying to look at Dominique, the individual and some of these, cause you've obviously having to wear many hats running the whole business. Are you a creative person or more of a how would you Mm. what kind of personality uh sums up your your passion what what do you contribute in the business is it
1: usually when i describe what i do or people know my business they'll think you're so creative Uh, i don't feel creative i'm not creative in the kitchen or I'm, i'm not you know i don't do any more sewing anymore i used to do some sewing but um I suppose I could say I'm a little bit creative um but I think it might just be my thinking more so than what I produce it's more my thinking of of how I'm going to make this happen and what do I want to do and 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 it's just it 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 will happen I need it to happen because I don't want to do anything else I want to you know I want everybody having a wonder sheet and they need to have one because they deserve to have one and they deserve to sleep better at night so I think that just yeah, that just keeps me going.
0: Do you ever circle back to maybe measure where you are in a moment in time? So you look back 2014, 15, 16, some decisions, mm. now we're twenty one. Do you look and celebrate these little milestones and say, look. Oh, yes. You got many celebrations happening?
1: Yes, yes. Even just my the amount of times I had to offset my expenses, my accountant saying, you know, you can only have so many years, you can offset expenses as a sole trader, you, you need to make think it was $24,000 this year a year not much money is it really but to me back then (laughs) it was a lot of money and um so but I was I was made accountable to that that was either I make it and I then push forward and it was from there it wasn't going back I just kept going or I don't make it and I can't write any more expenses off and and it just doesn't go anywhere so um so that was, yeah, I, I sell, I pat myself on the back, not very often, but my husband and I do sit around and we think, look at those numbers now. It's like, wow, the amount of sheets that we're selling and the amount of people that are trialing this product, trying this product, having this product and and, and what they say about it as well, which is just so nice to hear. It doesn't even matter about the dollar signs and it's it's how I've changed their life and they literally say that which sounds really corny and cheesy I know but I hear it all the time and and it does it just gives me warm fuzzies that something it's not rocket science I'm nowhere near you know that smart or intelligent to you know come up with something so scientific it's nothing like that but it is just so just so basic but so so effective which is um which is yeah pretty cool
0: um yeah we were in preparing for this and you know having you drop by I was just looking at what what are the I guess the things that jump out and one of them is just innovation so it's just perhaps it's not often looked at and or you know you can mm. look at different categories but it's very innovative in the sense that it was introduced and it was um it was shared and people could experience it and 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 it's evolved has it evolved
1: yeah absolutely yeah it has um it's, it's come from, you know, she- cheap sheets that I used to make and put satin on them and, and then, you know, finding the better quality and, you know, me trying them, washing them constantly for, for weeks and months, seeing how they wear and, um, and, yeah, just evolving into something that we want to have the nursing home stock with our new design, the Wonder Sheet Plus. So we want that. That's the, um, the safer option is the um is the wonder Sheet plus so i had ot's asking for that design for years and i wasn't keen on it because dad liked the original design where the satin went all the way all the way to the sides where he was able to then get up but there is that falls risk that um that some people you know could be worried about um it is a minority but it's it's still there so um it's, um, yeah, so just evolving, evolving from there and, and growing the business.
0: That's, um, uh, I'm glad you mentioned the the next possible steps because that's, um, generally our question would be, there's a, there is a great achievement so far, obviously. Um, and I'll, I'll just mention, we, we noticed that you've been recognized for the hundred faces of Queensland, uh, small business. Um, and then also most recently it's the finalist of the Queen of Queensland small business as well. So. Um, it's certainly a lot of attention, or you've been noticed. Is that something that just came naturally, or is it part? Uh, is that just part of your networking that uh, put you in touch with people to get recognition, or how have you been noticed?
1: Uh, um, it's not something that I particularly like. I have to push myself to to be noticed, to be out there. It doesn't come too naturally, um, but I think to succeed in business and to get my product notice that's how I probably could say it is that I want my product notice I want the wonder sheet notice so if I sort of have to pop my head in every so often to say okay I did it I designed it then I'll I'll do that I'll do that for the the good of the the business um But yeah, the first final, the finalist was last year now, um, some, um, mystery person out there nominated me, which was amazing. Um, the year before I nominated myself, sad as it, as it sounds, but you thought I have to, I have to do these things. I have to, you know, put it out there and it was great. It was a great night and it was just something, another feather in the cap and, um, and um, yeah, the hundred faces. I can't think. I think that was somebody suggested that to me. It's usually usually somebody sending an email or a, or a network colleague or somebody in the industry. You should do this, or have you seen this? You should you know put your hat in the ring for that. And I it's like oh, okay, yeah. If I you know if it's if it's easy enough to do and I don't need too much help from, then I yeah I certainly um, certainly give it a go.
0: Uh, I'm. we'll definitely share the links for everyone just to kind of um, share what that is, because it might be a, a new a new link that they're not aware of. But it do, it's mm. a great celebration, I think, of the innovation, the people that are making an effort. Um, th- some of the things we'd like to highlight is, you know, the ambition can be seen in many senses, like it might be pursuing a passion, or, but it might just be more an ambition to live a balanced life. And uh, mm. where do you think you're headed on that spectrum of um, work versus free time and family balance and exploration of other things
1: yeah the whole balance thing is a huge thing isn't it in the um in the business world so I think I I think I balance pretty well even when my eight-year-old son says I, I work too much where I don't I don't think I can take him to school and I pick him up and and sit down with him with his homework and and um so I think I have the balance right where you know I will do some hours after after I will do some um, work hours uh, after hours um, just to get on top of a few things uh but yeah I think I think having that balance and and making sure like I have to be away for work so that can be tough on the family um, a little bit but as long as it's not for too long uh but it's all all good because I want to you know get the product out there to then you know help help people so the balance is you just have to maintain it you have to be aware of it and um, and make sure it doesn't get sort of bit too lopsided.
0: Okay, well, it's good to hear. And um, it, I, do you think that that perspective uh, is common amongst, say, Australians or Queenslanders, or like, how do you feel when you look around you, other people doing the same thing as you, or are you feel like you're cutting new ground here?
1: Um, uh, no, no, I'm not doing anything new. I I, I listen and and read. Um, about other business people and admire so many people of, um, of different things that they do listening to podcasts as well. And a lot of them do say that you've got to take that time out for yourself. And, and I constantly hear it that you have to have the downtime. You have to have the you time. If it's just jumping up and going for a swim in the pool, just to, you know, just to, uh, de, de decompress everything and, or going for a walk or taking my dog for a walk or something if I feel like I can't tackle any more accounting, you know. So I think it's that downtime you need to take on. Otherwise, it's just the whole thing's not going to be worth it if you you fizzle at the end. Um.
0: Just curious, are you born and raised on the Gold Coast or where are you from originally? I don't
1: think anyone is. Are they? <laughs> are you? No, no I'm, I'm <laughs> no, not. you're certainly not. I'm, I'm certainly not.
0: So it's it's just, yeah, understanding a bit. Uh, Queensland though? Or uh, no, New South, Wales, New South Wales, Sydney.
1: Yeah, yeah. mum and dad were both from Sydney. Dad, or dad was, mum was from um, Molong, which is oh, New South Wales, um, but came up here in um, 1990, Okay. With mom and dad and then did year 12 up here and then, um, after that schooling and, um, education.
0: Um, I think we covered some great topics. One of the things I just wanted to capture was in, in your networking circles, in all of this, do you see, or do you meet people that are perhaps wanting to learn a little bit more from your personal journey? So it might be uh, someone that's saying, Oh, I've got this idea for a product. What do you think about this? Do you get people that are curious and is that a good thing or? I guess it. Obviously, it's good to have people pursuing things. But mm. do you get approached for, for advice
1: um, for people wanting me to create things? Yes. Um, yeah. There's a couple of things, and I've a um, couple of them are great ideas. And and I think, yep, I'm taking taking that one on, and I'll put that on the put that one on the list. Um, but usually, they're not as easy. Like creating a product is isn't as easy as you know just do it in the backyard and then voila, it's done. It's, it's, it's a lot of effort with all different products. Um, so I certainly listen. I like when people have ideas and, and the innovation and they want to share it as well. So, um, but I, I, yeah, I won't be taking sort of anything new on at the moment.
0: I can understand. Um, and the other one was with the, the way the company's headed with, um, nursing homes and, just the nature of the product and that you said it's distributed through perhaps a more medical-oriented uh, mm. uh outlet. And then we have something in Australia called NDIS. Um, is that something you could just explain to just at a very basic level what that is and maybe how that relates to your business? Mm.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, the National Disability Insurance Scheme, um, amazing um concept that Australians taken on, um, giving people um 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 products and services that they may need to fulfill um, and make life easier, basically. Uh, So, yeah, we are registered. We registered for that. We're a registered provider. So we can offer the Wonder Sheet for them. Um, It's them becoming knowing that they can get it is probably the hardest part where they some of them don't know how to find products um, and where to go to find them or their... um, Care provider would recommend things as well under their under their package because we can also provide the wonder sheet under home care package, which is um, more for the over over sixty fives packages that they get. Um, but it's great to know that they can have a pool of money. Everyone's obviously all different with what they need, and they can get all these different products and services just to make life easier. So it's it's great that the wonder sheets on that list, and people can all, you know, um, try it. Can definitely obtain it.
0: Mm. So that might be uh, quite different than what other countries have set up in terms mm. of their um, national level support. It is a national national yes. program, right? Yeah, and so and it would be obviously gated through, um, perhaps a diagnosis or perhaps a medical opinion on, on what someone is dealing with. And then yep. there's a level of support that they qualify for or get access to, which is funding basically. Yes. Yep.
1: Yes. Yeah. That's, that's, that's exactly right. Um. So it's all, all eight or up to 65 I, from my, um, my knowledge. Uh, so yeah, even children, cause we sell the wonder sheet to children as well, that, um, that, w- which is really helping the parents, Um, with that um, with that mobility so yeah it's a great concept they just need to um, find off have a lot of people struggling to find products like to trying to navigate the system so I think it's in that was in the beginning so I think now it's it's gotten better with there's more support out there and um, the case managers and and people that can help those um, participants in um, in trying to find things that they need. Otherwise, that you know, they don't get that money again next year if they don't sort of use it to the best they you know best they can or gets reevaluated.
0: Yeah, good. I appreciate you sharing that. That's good. Mm. Um, and, and just in terms of the next steps for the company, the world of e-commerce is sort of expanding, and we've got these. You got your existing network. Uh, does e-commerce play a role at all, or is it so specialized that um, like selling it via a website is perhaps not something you would look at?
1: Oh no! Yeah, we've got e-commerce on our on our website, and we um, it's more we have more of our stockers now, more so um, so the wholesale side than the retail side. But we certainly welcome um people. Yeah, on our website, we get um yeah we get orders. You can order quite easily. If people are comfortable putting in their credit card, and and then we ship it straight out to them, or the OTs will order for them, or the care providers. A lot of people. They'll just email and say, you know, can we please have um a quote or an invoice for our um for our client? So that's usually sort of how they they do it. So you know, they don't have to go through the whole internet and the website and the e-commerce if that's just uh, beyond beyond them. You know, just pick up the phone. Wonderful. Yeah, we're a bit old-fashioned. I'm not so technically minded. <laughs> Old fashioned and making
0: it easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a rare rare combination. That's great. Um, just a bit of fun uh, before we wrap up is uh, in the world of products, do you have a product that you let's say makes your life easier or couldn't live without? Could be anything, all walks of life.
1: Um, I suppose I shouldn't say the wonder sheet, but I do take it away on holidays with me. Yeah. I find it's hard to turn over. i am just gotten used to it. So oh, apart from the wonder sheet, um, uh, no, a comfortable pair of Sketches. I love my shoes. Oh, nice! <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not too into the you know products and and things. I must say,
0: very good. Well, it's um it's been great to have you share all of those aspects mm. and very interesting. Certainly, we want to open the conversation to people, just to um consider how some of those learnings could uh, relate to people. You know, starting a company, sticking with it, overcoming mm. adversity. Um, you know, maybe finding the the spark that that's your central. Purpose and meaning. So there's, there's, I feel like there's a lot of heavy things in there that I'm going to reflect on. So I just wanted to thank you very much for sharing that.
1: Mm, thanks, Scott, for having me. It's been um, good.
0: Can we just um, give some clear direction on where people could maybe follow your journey from here? Do you Can we say your website? and
1: Yeah, right. we're at uh, Niki, dot com dot au. Uh, or we're on Facebook, which is under Wondersheet, or Instagram as well, the Wondersheet. And LinkedIn, Um, any business people out there wanting to connect Yeah, we're under Wondersheet as well.
0: Excellent. That's Wondersheet, everyone. Appreciate That's Dominique Sandé. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks, Scott. Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to the Aussie Ambitions podcast. We appreciate your support and welcome your input. So if there is a topic that you would like to see covered, please let us know via our website, aussieambitions.com, or any of our social media accounts. And please subscribe to receive all of our updates. We hope that you picked up some helpful tips helping you to get to where you want to go and if you've got a story to tell and are able to come for a visit, definitely get in touch.